Has anyone ever said anything to you either while you were pregnant or maybe you were a new mom or maybe you're a few years into this life of motherhood and you kind of thought to yourself, hmm, I don't know if that sounds right. I don't know if that's true. But subconsciously, you kind of took it and applied it to yourself. Yeah, I've done that too. I'm going to tell you what I think the biggest lie I have ever been told about motherhood. And to be honest, it was a lie I told myself. Do you ever worry that your daughter will choose your not so pretty past? Have you struggled with your own identity and purpose? Wouldn't it be amazing to choose nourishing foods and exercise out of habit yet still have the food freedom to hit up the Chick-fil-A drive-thru? Hey there, welcome to Raise Her Well. I'm Ashley Harvey former college athlete and bartender for over a decade, now wife and girl mom of three. After searching for my identity in the world, I ended up tired, confused, and unhealthy. When I laid down my expectations and decided to open the Word of God and read it as if it were real, it was then that I began to experience true breakthrough. If you're ready for biblical wisdom, tactical health tips, and mom life encouragement, you are in the right place. Make yourself an iced coffee or head to the gym. Let's dive in. It didn't really help that I have had a struggle with identity over the years, especially after college. And then after I let go and laid down my job, my position as a bartender and working in the nightlife industry, So enter motherhood and becoming a bonus mom right out of the gate, (laughs) let me say. And on top of that, I didn't know how to do this thing. I didn't know what I should be doing. What should I be making for dinner? When you go from one extreme to another, like living for yourself almost exclusively for yourself, and then you're in a relationship, a covenant with someone else, and you're learning and you still don't understand how to put their needs, your kids' needs, in front of your own, not at the sacrifice of your health or your relationship with the Lord, but you have a lot going on. And for some reason, and I'm not sure why I ever thought this or ever, I don't know why, because growing up, my mom had done other things, but she was with us a lot as well. And we were taught to and told to follow our dreams. So I'm not really sure where this lie came in to my mind and engraved itself on my heart. But the biggest lie I have ever been told about becoming a mom came from myself. But it could have also been a cultivation of what I gathered from the world and maybe a few things of what I saw in other people, other marriages, other congregations, perhaps a combination of all these things, and then my personal fears. So here, let me get to it. The biggest lie I've ever been told about becoming a mom is that your goals and dreams die on the altar of motherhood. And I am here to tell you that that is the biggest lie that I have ever been told, and it is a lie. Because I'm sharing this lie with you that I believed, I'm going to share how it kind of affected me, that when I was just newly married, 
I was afraid. I was afraid that I lost myself, even though I was so excited and you get wrapped up in the planning and the wedding and the music list and the guest list. And it's just such a beautiful process, but no one ever really coaches you or shows you or gives you a glimpse of what's on the other side when the beauty and the party and the celebration is behind you. And I think that this is something that I am now able to equip my daughters in and share with them for after their wedding, after the celebration, what comes next. I had laid my job down right before we got married. We had both discussed that I would take some time off because I had only worked in the nightlife industry, in the hospitality industry, and I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do next or where God wanted me to go. For some reason, this lie just started to suffocate me. I thought that, oh goodness, if I were to get pregnant, that's it. I My life is over. <laughs> it would be amazing to get pregnant and have a baby, but I'm so scared of it because then how would I do X, Y, and Z? How would I still go to the gym and take care of my body because I love working out? How, how would I spend time with my husband? How would I do any of the things that I still had goals or just things that I wanted to try for fun? In college, I messed with photography for a while and I wanted to, at this point, this was eight years ago, start my own little business. And I believed this lie. So when I became pregnant with my now almost five-year-old, and this was also before my bonus daughter moved in with us. So it was just the two of us at this moment. And when I became pregnant with my five-year-old, uh, Azariah, I was excited. I was so excited. I remember feeling excited and feeling blessed and feeling very sick. But I was also feeling really unsure and a really big lack of confidence. And I do think that the enemy got in and messed with me a little bit because I was afraid to step into this new role and do the things that I wanted to do. And for some reason, anytime anyone said anything to me about being a mom, I would just kind of shrink back and curl up and say something to change the subject or kind of get defensive or not really share what was on my heart when I probably should have done that. So then that person could have, whether it was a family member, my sister, my mom, my mother-in-law, if I would have shared this fear with them, I know that they would have told me the truth. I want to first encourage you that if you have any fears about going into this role or you are in this role and you have a fear now, share it with your spouse, share it with your husband, share it with your mother, share it with his mom, share it with someone so that someone you trust, someone that you know will have your back, will have the truth to speak to you. And you know who that is. You know when someone is not going to be very comforting and you know when someone will honestly just pull you up out of the pit. You know who those people are in your lives. And I pray that you at least have one. And I just wanted to share this with you because it is such a lie that we are supposed to give up all dreams and goals when we step into this amazing role of motherhood. 
And I would like to point out a specific passage in the Bible, and I think you probably know it. It's in Proverbs 31. And I'm going to start in verse 13. I'll dissect it a little bit as to what it means to me and what it has meant to me once I really opened my eyes to see what a woman is capable of. So here we go. Proverbs 31, 13. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. Now, I don't have any notes here. I'm not reading from a notepad or my Bible notebook or anything like that. I'm just reading this verse from my phone. I knew I wanted to talk about it. And the first thing I see in verse 13 is that she seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. So she's actually searching and seeking these things that will help provide for her family. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She goes and gets food for her family. She selects the best things for her family. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household. So she prepares the food that she gets. She gets up before her family awakes and she also provides a portion for her maidservants. I'm sure you've noticed this before. It took a while for me to see it, but she prepared a portion for her maidservants. That means she had help. She had other hands in her household that helped her keep this going. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. So she is able to purchase a field from the profits she's made from things she has worked on with her own hands. And this really spoke to me because it did not say at all that she stayed at home all day and only took care of the kids, didn't really wash her hair, and made it to the dishwasher. You get, you get the point. Our, our lives are the service. Our lives are the sacrifice, not the role of motherhood. So what we do in our roles truly matters and what our kids see us do really matters. And for you, if that's being a stay-at-home mom and spending time with them and then getting a little you time here and there, that is incredible. You need to do what God has called you to do. If that means that you go out and work from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. while you entrust your beloved littles with a nanny, a caregiver, a family member. Your child needs to see you do that. Your daughter needs to see you do that. You are the perfect mother, imperfectly perfect mother for your child. And no one can tell you your worth, especially yourself. When you're feeling the way you do, those negative thoughts about motherhood, we need to break them. And I'm telling you that it is possible. And once you start to walk in confidence in this role that you have, it changes everything. Can you tell I'm excited about this? It matters what you think about what you do. And your husband 
will notice the difference. Your kids will notice the difference. And if your daughters are called to one day be wives and moms, they won't feel like their life is, quote, over. They will know that it's just beginning because they saw their mom do incredible things. And those things might seem small to you. They might seem insignificant. But even if it's you sit and read the Bible in front of them while they're playing on the floor, or you decide to make yourself a healthy lunch, or you decide to go to the gym or go for a walk, whether they can come or not, and you have to set up childcare, it doesn't matter. Whatever that thing is, whatever that thing is you need to work on or work in, it could be your job too. They need to see this and it's going to be incredible the mindset shift that happens once you realize the value in our roles as moms. If today's episode inspired, encouraged, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could take a few seconds of your time and leave an Apple podcast review. This is the only way I know that you like the show. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Ash Harvey, that's Ash with an E, or email raiseherwell at gmail.com. Remember, you are a girl mom for such a time as this. Let's rise up and take our own places as daughters of the Most High King so that we can encourage and equip our daughters to have bold faith and live well. Until next time.